Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing good defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone, score. About to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot. Yo, about to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot. Yo, girl, that pick you posted, I swear. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Flirt Nowitzki, a.k.a. Skip Bayless. And to my left is my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that ball-headed badass, a.k.a. Scheming A. Smith, a.k.a. Russell Flex Brooks, a.k.a. that little baby who just won't listen. Actually, you've been listening lately. I have. I'm so proud of you and your head ass. I really have. If you paid attention to my Insta story today, we're recording on Tuesday. You saw exactly how head ass I've been. And my DMs have been in shambles. You're surprised? Nope. Mm -mm. We didn't even got to spend a lot of time on it. Okay. If you know, you know. It's one of those. And if you don't know, mind your business. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, friend? I am. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you I'm don't re- sound sure. I'm refreshed. You okay. know, here, here's the reason why I'm refreshed. I actually spent a weekend in the house. God is good because I didn't do too much this weekend either. And so I spent a whole weekend in the house and that was a rarity. Right. <laughs> and, for us, for this friend group, absolutely. And so, you know, I'm, re- I'm ready to go. Like, we got, we're recording this on Tuesday, so we got Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Oof, child. Then we go into December, which is a lot. You know what? I am so happy that, like, I'm at the age where I don't have to speak to relatives with a phone or in person. I don't like phone Like, my family is so passive on the Like, you know what? Eh, I'm good. I'm good. It sounds petty, but really, like, when you have adults in your life that, for me, okay. So, the holidays are always, right? Because on certain that the people that are in my life are The people in my life were adults first, right? Right. They had first access to me. Mm-hmm. And at this point in my life, I'm an adult. So the way that I maintain my relationships is, of course, based on history, especially when you get to talking about family. So they forget that you, if the way that we navigate the space now, you set the precedent for that. So if you wanted a greater relationship with me, you had a choice to be an influence and you chose not to do that. At this point in my life, it's not even my fault. And I have to be OK with that. So, no, we get around the holidays and everybody wants to kiki. And it's not that I'm holding on to bitter feelings, but it's like I'm not going to pretend like there's so, so much an abundance of love and there's just not. I'm an adult now. I ain't at the kids' table no more. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. I mean, it's easy for people to forget or be able to, who were once viewed you as a child, to navigate adult spaces with you. Parents go through it all the fucking time. So I mean, a lot of y'all niggas only have kids because you want to be able to boss somebody around. I mean, that's about it. Because you're clearly not raising them, but, you know, that's a, that's a... I'm sorry. Somebody felt triggered, though. I did, a little bit. <laughs> I did. I'm not even going to hold you. Um, so, yeah, this weekend was real light. Friday, I was in the house. Saturday, I popped out. Um, I showed my face at SB event. Then I was tucked. Sunday, I didn't do a goddamn thing. Um, shout, out to, shout out to my brother, Will. Um, I, you know, shout out to his, him and his growing family. How were the baby shower meatballs? 
you know what? Will, I love you, but I gotta let you. I gotta let you have it. They ain't have no baby shower meatballs. He had a ba- Is he vegan? No, no, he's not vegan. They just didn't. <laughs> just, I had to ask the important questions. They didn't have the baby shower meatballs, and I, for one, am perplexed, hurt, um, appalled, humbled, stunned. Hmm. We know how we're gonna treat him at our next event. Mm. Withhold all the meatballs. All the meatballs. Listen, he he gonna get. He can get that last chicken wing, the one that's a little hard. The one at the bottom. <laughs> the one at the bottom. <laughs> it's been underneath the um the heaters too long. Listen, we gonna we gonna serve from the bread that we use to like bed the chicken tenders, the one with the grease and the sauce. Actually, don't play with me because a little bit of hood crack on that and it's fire. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? So that's that's a balance. Sorry, it <laughs> leaped a, out. The heart here leaped out. We gonna serve from E and J instead of. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, I love you, my. He can't get no deuce. <laughs> can't get, nigga. He can't even get Jameson. They love Jameson. I know, which is why it hurts him. You know, see, you uh. gotta hit him where it hurt. But well, you know, I love you, brother. Uh, appreciate you allowing me to be a part of that for your family. That's such a gorgeous family. Like that's such, that's such a pretty ass family. Appreciate like, you. My little heart is full. You know, friend, I'm not gonna hold you. I have definitely had baby fever. Like you got baby fever money, nigga. I don't have baby fever money, so that's why me and these ovaries gonna fucking calm down. <laughs> like, but I have been like, oh my god, Alex, like kiddo is ten. You know, you could try pregnancy again. Like you could try. Listen, you I do it. I like, enjoy kids that I can give back. You ain't got your nephew yet, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Listen, we you act like my phone isn't. Always I, in your recent. Bet I'm definitely gonna send kiddo your number. You know what I'm saying? Give it to yeah, him. like you come like, get this nigga because he's not, bro. He's not gonna make it through the school year. He's not. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, you know, uncle have a talk with the kid. You know what yep, I mean? Sit him down. Anyway, let's get to let's get to uh, putting this week in rice, shall right. we? So Omarion is a true Scorpio. If you don't hear, this is me clapping it up for the nigga. Because, all right, if y'all have been living underneath a rock or just don't give a fuck. Thanks to Marianne, I went viral. So You did. Thanks to that nigga. You did. <laughs> so, Omarion, baby mama April, is dating bandmate Lil Fizz. And right. shout out to Bossa because their headline about that shit was. <laughs> hey, you know what? The, um, you, know who, you know why Lizzo is the Illuminati? And this is going to make sense. Why? Because... You know, Bossip has the craziest headlines. The craziest headlines I've ever... The only person they have left alone was Monica. That is the most straightforward headline I have ever seen from Bossip. Bossip issued an apology to Lizzo about a headline. What? Yes. So if I got... I'm sorry. Bossip apologized for being offensive? To Lizzo. That's why I know she's an industry plant in Illuminati. Okay. We gonna circle back to this? Because... Bossip ain't apologized ever. To a nan nigga. Based on the apology to Lizzo. Hey, Lizzo getting white money though. <laughs> like, you know me like that's, Lizzo is Lizzo, the, Lizzo has Taylor Swift vibes, and I'll I'll touch on that in a minute because y'all know how I feel about Taylor Swift, right? But you know what? Fuck it, we ball. So no, no, let's give Omarion his flowers. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in this. Listen, this is gonna be one of them episodes. We're gonna hop back and forth because we ain't got a lot of structure, and we are tired. Um, Personally, I'm hungry. <laughs> we could actually end this episode right now and a bitch would be satisfied. I am tired, Saints. Um, she was like, Do you really want to go to sleep? I was like, Man, why 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 don't why are, why are we going? She's like, Oh no. <laughs> but because an hour ago I was topless in my bed watching fucking Netflix and smoking. I wanna go home. <laughs> okay. Shit. Anyways. So 
so Omarion, so for those again under a rock, April, which was Omarion's baby mom, um, is dating bandmate Lil Fizz, and not only dating, but like being extra about it. Like she's over here doing interviews about okay. how much better Fizz oh, is in right. bed than Omarion. Okay. And just kind of like really, and then Fizz is like posting um, Fashion Nova ads, like sliding your baby mama's DMs, like with the, they have been pretty head ass about their. You feel me? And pretty head ass, pretty petty, and everyone's wondering like, okay, like how is Amarion level of unbothered? Honestly, is, that's is, how you is, know he's over it. And I have a feeling that, and complete theory, right? Because I definitely watched the Love and Hip Hop episode with the Just Hilarious and Elite. Whatever. I did, because I was at my mama's house. I had an on-call shift. I needed some mindless garbage, okay? And that is mindless and garbage. Absolutely. Mona going to complete... Listen, as long as y'all are okay acting a complete ass for Mona, Mona, Scott, Mona Scott Young is going to make her money. She's going to make her money regardless, okay? Like, for instance, how I know Mona Scott Young... Bro, Safari and Eric come in and have a real baby on the way. And Joe Budden and Sin Santana were at the baby shower. Mona's got hand. <laughs> Mona's also part of the Illuminati. Because she's, uh, like, bro. She's Teflon. I have stopped watching Love & Hip Hop a long time ago. Like, subscribed and into it. But she's anytime Teflon. I see some wild-ass celebrity shit, I'm like, Mona's guy is cooking. Bro, lurking. Like, Thanos. She's like inevitable. Like, she's the fact inevitable. that Kate Michelle still has airtime. She is inevitable. The inevitable, bro. Like, Thanos. And all, and all of them ratchet ass is like the infinity sounds. And she gonna collect them all. And do us and snap. <laughs> so, anyway. So, Marianne. They've been on Love & Hip Hop, acting a complete head-ass, taking shots, whatever. Omarion goes on Vlad TV and says, which is also the feds. Bro, f- a, a federal judge sentenced uh, ARM, a rapper from Philly, to like yes. 20 years for drug trafficking. And during the sentencing, he thanked Vlad TV for his interview he did with ARM for allowing him to kind of make the connection as far as like the drug trafficking ring that he was a part of. Vlad TV, the absolute feds. Continue. The absolute feds. Continue. So, when Mario goes on Vlad TV to talk about, of course, the, the, the situations. First time he said a goddamn thing. And he was just like, listen, if y'all are happy, I am happy for you. Just change the narrative. Because if it's not about me, why is my name centered in the middle of y'all relationship? So, I respect that. Made sense. That made sense to me. And I'm a petty bitch. So, that made sense. Right? So, today... So, so first of all, today... November 26th. Is Little Fizz's birthday. Correct. And Marion has announced that the Millennium Tour is coming back, and it don't feature Nary Bam member. Nary B2K. It features Bow Wow. Bow Wow as the co-headliner. And then Soldier Boy, Yang Yang Twins, uh, Sammy. Who not getting her ticket? Listen. Who's not buying a ticket? It, it, you know. I'm going to be in that bitch chicken heading. Let me hold you down until my heart's content. Okay. I, listen, that might, listen, that might be, that might be a girl's night. I might just let y'all, we, we might just let y'all rock out, you know, come, come with the fit. Listen, if you and Shorty buy me and Beloved matching, I mean, tickets to go, listen, I'd set it out. Get out of my, <laughs> get out, bro, leave, leave. <laughs> I'm sick of your shit. If, like, after the month of December, when you see what me and Beloved have up our sleeve, listen, like, y'all will set it out, but definitely send me and her, for sure. Anyways. Oh, your summer's been wonderful, and your winter's been special, okay? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. So very much. See, that's why I don't get high before I come to the studio. Because <laughs> I, I can't. Exactly I'm, I'm over your shit, and we are <laughs> 11 minutes in, Woo. and I'm over your shit. Alrighty. Shout out to the plug. We call him Nancy Botwin. 
Anyways, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. <laughs> so, yeah, Omarion, all little Fizz's birthday, announces that the B2K check is gone. Listen, he said, all right, I know J-Boog is ready to shoot the face. And, and Raz B has been through so much in his life. He, he didn't want to go back on tour any fucking way. And now, he, and now the check gone because you can't stop fucking his baby mom. And Boog told y'all to relax. Boog was like, listen, y'all niggas are fucking up my money now. <laughs> I know. Okay. You, you know that you know that gift of uh Tupac waiting for Omar and Juice? Yes. When he calls the when he the locker and Tupac's just sitting there looking at that nigga. Yep. That's Jay Boog to Fizz. Like he ready to shoot the ones. He ready to shoot that nigga. Not even shoot the ones. He ready to shoot that nigga. <laughs> I don't blame him. I you know what? But we stay in a petty king. I wonder. I we stay in a petty king. Is there a lawsuit there? I don't think so. I wonder if they have any morality clauses than 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 Omar on scot free because he could, he could say that like you publicly flaunting your relationship with my baby and mother violates the morality clause. Yeah, that's what I'm screaming. So I feel like if, but because of that violation, there's restitution, right, to mm. the other band members because y'all went on. I don't know. I wonder. What are my lawyer friends? Yeah, I was like, one of you niggas who just passed the bar. We've seen the Instagram posts. We shouted y'all out. We shouted sure. y'all out. Come holler at me and let me know. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we need to get a healthcare professional and a lawyer on the show. I'm putting that on wax so I remember this time. Listen, we low-key need to get them on payroll. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if they knew like we knew. <laughs> if you get jammed up. <laughs> Mention my lawyer's name, nigga. <laughs> Listen, my, 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 my lawyer come to my birthday now. He family. <laughs> Talk your shit, King. Anyway. Uh, shout out to Omarion, Petty King. We salute you. What's next? So, T.I. went on Table Talk, and I know we touched on this last week, but T.I.'s Table Talk, he sat down with Jada, Jada's and mama, mama. And and Tiny. And Tiny. So, Willow was not there. Was not there. So, it let me know off rip. I was like, okay, so Jada got enough sense to not put her daughter, the most, the one person in this room that would be most related to the story, not to put her in the room, right? And I, that's why I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. And also, even Jada mentioned it because she was like, I think T.I. I think T.I. said something like, like, I wish I wish Willow could have been here. And and Jada was like, I don't think you would have enjoyed Willow being here. <laughs> like, letting him know, like, you lucky, like, we made sure Willow couldn't make it because she would let your ass have it even I mean, more. that's what the fuck he needed. And so, I'm, I, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not going to hold y'all. It's hard. That was a difficult one for me to sit through, so I didn't watch all of it. I, I didn't either. Cause again, my my feelings of it haven't changed, and and there's nothing. That's my point. And then there's nothing that he would have been able to say. But there was a point I did want to touch on, right? Because he mentioned something. He said, "If my son has a baby, the effects." I'm paraphrasing. If my child, if it my won't son, immediately affect my household. household. My daughter has a baby. It will. It will. And I'm like, you don't recognize the hypocrisy in any of that. So it means that you're 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 okay. It's very passively accepting the fact that your sons will immediately change some. Uh, somebody else's child's household and you're okay with that and you're okay with that because it does not touch home to you right and another and it's just very much so like you niggas only respect women who have proximity to you and it drives home that that point is is indoctrinated early and again i just again it's like bro i really want you men to recognize the humanity of women not just because it's your your sister cousin lover friend but because she's a human being and you should see her as such and men just don't Anyway, Look. I've been on this rant before. I don't want to do it again. But it's it's just it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. And then the other part about it is the only thing the only thing I would say is I want you, I want y'all to, I want you guys to pay attention cuz I feel like 
a lot of times, and we even do, I'm not even, we don't even need to talk about Patrick Patterson because that nigga averages six points a game. Any nigga who averages six points a game is not going to get a, a also, solid segment on my podcast. purposely asking these black men who marry white women about their opinions of black women. We don't fucking care. I don't care who you fucking date. Just keep black women's names out your mouth, please. And, but, but so I feel like people focus on that initial, whether it's T.I. or Patrick Patterson or whoever, and then they don't care, don't notice the amount of black men who are like vocally denouncing that. It's just that one thought and it's like, right. And that's what, and that's also again, it's the loud major- minority that we talk about me? all the time. It's like, and so for me again, it's just like, bro, nobody fucking cares that you want to be posted up with the whitest snow bunny you can find. We don't give a fuck. What I give a fuck about is you keeping black women's names out your mouth while you do whatever it is that you want to do. Bro. And we've and, and we've had and we've had this discussion multiple times. And like you know my viewpoint on it. I feel like, um, I feel like a. As long as you date who you want to date, just don't slam no one else in the process. Like, there's, you know, but... I think that the moment that y'all see me posted up with a white boy, God's plan, right? I'm going to think you scamming them first. <laughs> I'm going to like, okay, so, so Alex, what scam you running What's on this? Like, like, <laughs> like what, what you didn't tell... What, what side story did you tell this nigga to, to make him cash you out? Ouch. When you can't say amen, you say ouch. <laughs> so ouch, nigga. <laughs> oh, stop me when I start lying. So, first of all. If I see you with a white man, I know for a fact your pockets are full. And, and your bills are paid. And are. I know. Because ain't no, ain't no other way you're going to do it. Honestly, I don't see me dating outside a race that won't let me say nigga. And they won't get offended or appalled. I don't see that happening. So, like, I'm going to ride black dick till the wheels fall off. So, I just don't. <laughs> And I listen. I personally like a woman who can cook. I can cook for myself, but I don't want to. I'm I'm a I'm a lazy. White people cooking like that. Exactly. And so I'll be damned if I gotta suffer through Sally's non-season ass food. I'm not coming to Mm. your family shit because here's the thing: even if you are the the most well-meaningest white person in the fucking world, your family majority of your family is not like that. And I'm not walking into eggshells. It's already nerve-wracking me to the family anyway. Facts. And then imagine having to walk into a family who already does not accept you because you's a nigga, nigga. I'd be fucking fused. I'm not going to be like that one nigga who, who had to, like, eat outside on Thanksgiving. I'm not going to be like that. Absolutely not. You want to know what? If I can't sit at this table, nobody fucking can. And you're the bitch-ass nigga for inviting somebody there that you know. Like, bro, that whole video pissed me off. I was like, oh. And you really sat your lily black ass outside while this motherfucker ate? That's not love. And and, and ate your plate of food outside. Nigga, I shoot this whole I shoot this bitch up. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's why I know biracial love is not for me. Cause and, I'm gonna whoop your grandma's ass. <laughs> listen. This ain't fucking that. Listen, grandpa, I know we got one good look. He better have zero good looks. I'm gonna kick that motherfucker right out under him. Keep playing with me. Keep fucking playing with me. What's but so, so, so I guess my original point was like, look, like I really want us to stop paying attention to the loud minority because that's how the loud minority What's becomes. What's crazy is I knew T.I. was not going to say anything productive. I knew it wasn't. For a nigga who really sat there, who read, read the dictionary for fun, could not explain patriarchy and how it works, had no idea. Said it's, it said patriarchy doesn't exist because it's a construct. I just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, niggas don't read for comprehension at all. 
and, and, and Tiny over there just sitting there, you know. Doing what she does best, eat her fucking food. Tiny, and listen, the fact that Tiny had the nerve to bring her ass, not even Deja's actual biological mother. You bought Tiny. Who, and I'm not taking away from the significance of the parental impact that Tiny has, right? Mm-hmm. But that is Deja's stepmom. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even have the dignity of inviting the actual biological mother, the offended mother. Even if she was offended, that's speculation too. Because how the fuck do you let, again, you have women who have been pacifists for his behavior. I wasn't expecting no fucking accountability out of Tiny for T.I. Look at the way he allows her to handle her. She allows him to handle her. I, I don't think for an iota or an ounce of a fucking second that she's sticking up for her children. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I don't think there's any respect in that situation. So, yeah, I expect a tiny to sit there and not say a fucking word. That's what she does best. With that damn eyebrow piercing. That's her Kang. <laughs> Let's move on before I say something really mean about tiny. Um, you're ready to get into some hot takes, friend. We ain't got. Oh, let's talk about. Can we talk about Summer Walker? Is that is that one? Okay. Ha- no, no. That's that, we're still in this week. Some. So Summer week. Walker. You're going to piss me off. No, she is bullshitting. So Summer Walker in Toronto, one of his one of the dates of a tourist, she didn't cancel. And mind you, I was on the board. We're like, okay, like I told, I was like, if you can't do the shows, cancel. I get it. So I wasn't. But she one of the one of the dates that she didn't cancel. She would post it on her story out of her just kicking it in Toronto, chilling with Drake and all the other waste months while her fans are fucking waiting three hours in line for her. Are you serious? Dead ass. That's why I'm like, no, she's a scammer, bro. Because like at first I'm like, okay, like I understand social anxiety manifests in different ways for different people. Okay, I get it. I still think she could have done it better, handled herself, but you know what? At least she's canceling majority of the tour dates, you know, to try to get that right. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I don't know enough about this topic to really, really speak on it. But if what you're telling me is absolutely bro, right. Look, 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 and it's one of those things that I wish I would have to- remembered so you could like do so I can do my Googles. But because I promise you, I, I searched, I woke up to this morning and everybody was like, it was like Summer Walker in Toronto was trending. So I looked up and like she had fans waiting in line. The doors open at seven. She didn't get on stage till 1030 and did a 25 minute set and bounced. And while she was on her IG story at the same time, Kicking it in the city with Drake and like London on the track and like other Toronto niggas. Okay, so that that would piss me off as a fan. You had me wait three hours in Toronto where it's cold, cold. People were getting trampled because they were like they were getting restless. Okay, I don't agree with that. So, so, so I didn't piss you off. Because, I don't agree with that. Okay, so I feel like again. This is when we idolization takes over. Because A, I have waited, okay. The longest I've waited was for Beyonce to come out. And that's because it was raining when I went to go see her and they had to make sure the stage was dry. That pushed her show back maybe 90 minutes, but she still gave us a fucking show. Like we waited 90 minutes, her show was every bit of three hours. You know what I'm saying? I think the longest so, I, the longest I've waited, the longest I waited for a show. I think was 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 summer sixteen. 
Drake with Drake of Future. Yeah. Because when they did when they went to Columbus, they had the opener, and then it was a long ass time. Yeah, she gave us. She had um, two. I want to say because Chloe and Halle opened, and then DJ Khaled opened. So and then it was still raining on and off. So right before Beyonce was supposed to come out, it poured down. So they had to wipe the stage off. And when sis, when I say she came out, she was pissed. She gave us a fucking show. I mean, because, but also you don't want Beyonce to hurt herself on stage. So, right. I, so that makes sense. So, but Summer Baby, I champion advocating for yourself when it comes to mental health spaces. And so, for her, so for her, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, I've defended her. I, I still defend Summer Walker, right? This is unacceptable. And if you knew that you weren't going to be able to produce the show or give the show that you wanted to, even if she would have canceled it last minute and gave them people their money back. But technically, you got a show. Like Chris Brown did when Chris Brown flaked on y'all Columbus niggas. Y'all are going to support Chris Brown till the wheels fall off. And I just have to accept that. But like Chris Brown, but Chris, no, Chris Brown canceled. He said something. He like he was sick, but it was, it was low ticket sales. Yeah. So he was like, it was low ticket sales, but he said he was sick. But he suddenly got better to perform in Chicago the next day. And when that show sold out? The Chicago show? Yeah. Yeah. You know? But yeah, I just needed because I needed to update that because no, like it's possible Summer Walker can have both social anxiety and be a scammer. <laughs> you are to be a scammer so bad. I am looking at the facts, and her being a scammer does not take away the fact that she gave us an amazing album. You know what's crazy? And I'm going to catch slander for this. I'm not the hugest Summer Walker fan. I defend her right to exist, though. Like how I feel about Lizzo. I like Lizzo. Am I the biggest fan in the world? No, but I'm going to always defend your right to exist. So, can we touch on that real quick? Lizzo being an Illuminati? All right. So, boss of apologizing to Lizzo, they probably did say some, like, fatphobic... I don't, I don't know the headline. I can't, I, I, they deleted the tweet, so I can't, I can't look back and really right. find it. So, I can't find the headline. I'm not too sure what it's about. But I'm pretty sure knowing Bossip, they always told the line of funny and offensive. Like, but it leans a lot more towards offensive, than, but it's still funny. And, and, like, and depending on the headline, niggas don't care if you're very offended. Exactly. Like, they did some shit with Patrick Passon. No one gave a fuck that they but probably would have offended him. like, but here's the thing. Like, we, we protect Lizzo. Because she is deserving of protection because she does represent a marginalized class of people. You know what I mean? Like, she still is a black woman at the end of the day. And she is deserving of protection. Even though I think she's an industry plant. Little Nas X is an industry plant. Okay. Like- so, but what I'm saying is that let's not be selective over the way the term of endearment. That, I mean, how we use the connotation and denotation for that. No, like both of them are industry plants. And both, like, Little Nas X got an album of a year Grammy for an EP that was seven songs long in 21 minutes. That's fucking bogus. I, I mean, that's bogus as hell. What the fuck did you expect? From this, what what did you expect from this? I, 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 from this particular system? But you, but you feel me? It's like and and he didn't get not nary a country award. He got all the other shit. Um, so and Lizzo got like eight Grammy noms, even though I'm Liz- not gonna sit here and say she doesn't deserve that. But but here the and and, and I guess we the, don't have to like the okay. Here's the thing, and I guess this is just me, but I think duality exists here, right? Like in and more excuse me, and most things duality exists. I can be VV proud of Lizzo's accomplishments and still criticize the system that gave them to her. And I think that's where we're getting it convoluted because 
Lizzo worked, busted her ass to be where she is. She deserves these accolades. She deserves the attention that she's getting. The system, the rating system, is what we need to be criticizing, not the person that's receiving the rating. I'm not Does critis- that make sense? I'm not criticizing Lizzo for getting these accolades. Even though Best New Order definitely should have, clu- it should have included Megan and the baby on it, but that's, ne- that's neither here nor there. Part of a reason I'm, I'm, I don't criticize Lizzo's accolades. I criticize some of her actions. I criticize like how like you know that whole Postmates scenario where like fam you you forget your famous and you post this whole woman's face claiming she stole your delivery order and the woman is also Su- suing her for defamation. As she should, as she should. You were irresponsible with your platform. Or or when um out of nowhere when you try to defend yourself as a singer rapper you throw Future and Swingly under the bus. Under right. the bus, or like, you know, just kind of those. I'm not so that's the duality I have. Like, I believe as 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 a black woman, I understand that you have to almost give her additional. I'm always going to give uh, black women additional protection and grace. Uh, that's that you feel me. And for me, that's always going to exist for black women. And I can still say like, sis, I don't may not have liked or appreciate your approach, but I'm going to defend your right to have one. You know what I'm and saying? so and so for me and maybe and this is my this is my privilege or arrogance. I'm like, yo, like I should be able to say shorty wildin' without people automatically assuming I'm being fat phobic. Nah, cause she's wildin'. And like I get some of the jokes like when she posted that like naked ass shot. This is how I know that y'all niggas are excuse me. Brand new to Lizzo. Lizzo has been naked since she came out. I am. Lizzo has been naked since or truth hurts when that was like an underground Lizzo has always been body positive that's always been her thing so the first the fact that y'all are just now noticing that Lizzo is always fucking naked bro that's on y'all the girl is always naked she's always been very proud and very uh, um happy and I will say about her body that last photo that she posted okay we not doing that fucking shit Calvin please no but I, I, like Calvin please <laughs> Calvin, please. <laughs> please. Listen, she wants to post the fact that her ass crack is longer than fucking Redding Road. That is on her. But what we're not going to do is fat shame her. We're not going to do that. You just did it. <laughs> you just did it. We're not going to But I can't say her ass crack is longer than Easter Church service. But you can say her ass is longer than Redding Road. It's not fair. <laughs> Her ass on. Long, that ass crack was longer than summer solstice. Her <laughs> ass crack is longer than the last hour at work on Friday. <laughs> it was a lot going on. But, but next topic, she has the absolute right to post that shit. And just because we don't like it for our consumption does not mean that it's I, not for someone's, okay? I'm not arguing that she doesn't have the right to post whatever she wants. I am arguing. If it was traditionally desirable, that ass crack, we would not be sitting here talking about it. I am arguing <laughs> that I have a right to joke on it. <laughs> I, listen, post whatever you want, baby. But as soon as you offer it up for public consumption, the public is allowed to consume it in however way they choose. And I'm always going to defend your right to post it, boo. Move on before I'm I continue. Jealous to- because my ass crack would never get this much attention. It would never. Her ass crack is about as tall as you. Don't do that, Calvin. I am five two. <laughs> and her ass cracked by four eleven. <laughs> My money standard is kind of the type. Never mind. Move on before Move. I continue to make jokes about Lizzo and get herself canceled. Move <laughs> on now. 
Move on. We just lost a couple listeners. Move I on. Know we did. Somebody just turned that shit right off. And you off. know what? That's okay, baby. We love you anyway. Whoever just turned it off, but move on before I continue. Like, let let the stop. You need to get into these hot takes, please, friend. and please don't let them include Lizzo. They, they don't. Because I'm tired of you already. Um. So we're getting into the season, of course, holiday season. Holiday season is holiday very- season. I'm a rat. You remember when you used to call himself Mr. Thanksgiving? <laughs> Mr. Thanksgiving! It's DJ Drama! <laughs> Mr. Game 7! We need to bring back DJ intros. You know what? We have some DJ friends. We should get some drops done. We're, oh, I'm about to. <laughs> Listen. I've had a drop done. Shout out to DJ Burn. That was my first drop. I felt like a groupie. I did. Continue before I make fun of you. <laughs> I, you see, I'm, this is growth. I'm telling you to continue before I let you have it instead of just letting you have it. So you wanted to talk about overworking culture and how that has also affected, you know. It's created, it's created Friendsgiving in my mind. Yes. So so I saw people like complaining about. Shout out to all the Friendsgivings that I didn't get invited to this year. I peep. <laughs> hey, same. But you know what? You charge that to the game. It's fine. I got invited to one and I ain't telling nobody. So you charge that to the game. But so, you know, but with the rise of Friendsgiving, because it's, it's become mainstream now. Let's be, yes. let's keep it on. I love a good Friendsgiving. And so I think, and so it, it, it kind of came about because people are like, how, where did this came from? It came from like us hardworking ass millennials not being able to afford a flight back home for, for Thanksgiving because a, a, affording a flight back home for Thanksgiving and a flight back home for Christmas for to a lot of us, that's a lot. It's a lot of money. And like, I am lucky enough that's a drive for me, but everybody ain't that lucky. Right. And so, so instead of just being by themselves on Thanksgiving or like the the Saturday before or the Saturday after, they, they create Friendsgiving. So it's like, hey, other people who are in this situation too, who can't fly back home or who maybe are ostracized from their family because their family is conservative or their family doesn't right. accept them for who, who they are, let's link up. And I think that's part of an overworking culture because we tell niggas like... Work your ass off. I was working today on a day that should have been slight weight and easy. Work your ass off. Work your ass off. Work your Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Fam, we have we have bastardized and capitalized so much that we have the phrasing of this statement as well. Remember, a lot of retailers are closed Thanksgiving because, you know, the retailers are letting people spend time with their families on Thanksgiving before Black Friday. Nigga, you're letting me? Spend time with my family on a fucking oh, federal I, holiday? I had to let my job know because I looked at my schedule and because of the type of work that I do, I'm on call because like I, my retailer is open Black Friday. So if I have to send technicians out, I need to be on call for that. So I looked and I said, okay, I do work tomorrow. Tomorrow's a full day. Um, I'm leaving early because work-life balance. I don't know what the fuck you thought, but um, I'm leaving early. On Wednesday, I'm on call Thanksgiving from two to eight, two p.m. to eight p.m. And you know, black families don't eat till three thirty, four o'clock. So then I'm, then what else am I doing? So then from there, on Friday, I have to actually go in on Friday because the half the office is either working from home or they're on PTO. So and of course, I'm at the bottom of that totem pole. So I'm in the office, and then and then I'm expected to answer my phone. Um, for emergencies Saturday and Sunday. So I looked and I said, y'all got me fucked up. There's going to be some type of compromise because this is my holiday too and I want to spend it with my family. So we're going to have to work something out or figure something out. And I come from, 
my first job out of college was this place called Total Quality Logistics. Oh, they are fucking trash. Absolute garbage. And I'm going to use my platform to tell you how trash these niggas actually are because I can. And if anyone from TQL is listening, fuck you. So, so? and they get niggas, they get niggas fresh out of college because you're just so happy to, to get a job. A real, quote-unquote, real A, a quote-unquote, real job because that way everybody, everybody can stop asking you, like, so what are you doing after graduation? What are you doing after graduation? And you really want to tell these things, I don't fucking know. No but that's not clue. acceptable. <laughs> so you're like, all right, I get this job. And so they have something called this logistic account and like executive training program, which is six months. And you think, ooh, six months of paid training. That's more than other companies. Right. And you're like, okay. And, 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 and someone who's a recruiter will sell that like, yeah, you get six months of paid training. Like, okay. No, nigga. What they got you doing is for six months, they got you doing at a base level, entry level salary, the same job as someone who gets probably paid two times more than you. Yep. But because you're training, you don't get that same bonus. Then you're expected to prospect and scout for, you know, potential sales leads on your own time mm-hmm. outside of that time. Because when you're on the clock, you're really working for another broker who who has made enough money to be able to get one of you little niggas. Mm-hmm. And so then you're expected to prospect out, you know, on your own time, like after work, before work. Then the prospect look that they the prospect list that they give you has already been run through so many times. Anybody that you call on that list is going to cuss you out because they've been called 50, 11 times. Pretty much by other niggas. So then, so now you got to do extra research to find good leads that you know aren't on that list. And then they 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 they, they trick you because instead of working a normal eight to five, they say, "Oh, work seven forty five to five fifteen. So they get thirty minutes extra from you. And a salary, so you don't get overtime for it. You get a standard pay no matter how much you work. Then they also expect you, again, and it's one of those, like, don't leave until the job is done. So if I get here at 745, at 5.15, if we, if this, you know, so Total Quality Logistics is like a brokerage company. Yes. So they deal in transportations and trucks. So, and they pretty much are the middleman between the people who got the, the shipments and the trucks who got the drivers and the trucks. Right. So, it like. And it's a don't leave until the work's done type of company. Yeah, so, I can't. Mm-mm. So if it's 5.15 and you still got a load that needs to be covered, so a shipment that needs to be picked up, and you ain't got a truck for it, you know, most companies are like, okay, whatever you don't do today, get done tomorrow. No. They expect you to stay your ass there. And you're on salary, so you're not getting any extra pay for this. Until oh, you have to cover that truck. You have to cover that truck. At a loss, at a game, whatever. Because I remember the first time it was a Friday at five fifteen, and like I'm, you know, my first, my first time. I don't know you, but I'm leaving because I'm like it's over, my shit's over. Everybody's like, where the fuck you going? Home. And it's like, oh, we still got to cover this. I'm like, I'm gonna be like, that's a you problem. My that's nigga. a you thing, my <laughs> like, guy. And so then, not only that, and then, and where I was working at, they used to even, they used to shame me out of leaving for lunch. They told me like, well, we don't really leave for lunch here, so like. You know, bring lunch, eat lunch at your desk. So you mean you tell me that that thirty minutes to an hour I'm supposed to get for lunch? I don't get now because because I gotta work for my lunch. Nah. Then every other and while we're training you every other week, yeah, you gotta work a Saturday shift. Fam, we did the numbers as far as like how many hours per week they expect us to work versus how much they are paying us. We were make, we are barely making over minimum wage. Essentially. And so I'm sorry for the rant, but like. And total quality, this is only one example of, of companies who, like... Exploit people. Exploit people and don't give a flying fuck about a work-life balance. My current job, 
well, like every time I take a day off, I come back. It's like no one knows how to fucking work. And they try to shame you out of not using your PTO because it's like, or, well, you know, like we got to make sure that, you know, everything's covered. Like, no. If I submit my PTO, that means I'm telling you I'm not here. Flights have been booked. Plans have been made. I'm telling you I'm not here. So even if you try to deny me my PTO, I'm still not going to be here. Period. I'm just letting you know that ASAP. So. Oh, no. Uh, December 13th? I definitely took PTO. There's way too much shit going on. And when I tell you I'm I'm not asking for PTO, it's my time to take. I'm taking it. Like, period. At my current job, we are busy as fuck because we're gearing up for... For the holiday season. For the holiday season. I'm I'm taking this hour. And, like, typically on Mondays, we have lunch catered. What the fuck that mean? This is still my lunch break. I will grab this plate and I'll go eat in the lobby if I have to. Like... I'm I'm taking a minute away from this desk because I'm ready to throw things. And so like, like and so and just kind of like and so how it comes with Friendsgiving is because like the millennial versus boomer right thing is like look fam like oh like I remember a couple of people in my family still think that you can just like walk up to a company and ask for a job. Yes. My father really thinks that. Like, like, why don't you just, you know, like walk around and ask for application? Fam, they don't do that shit anymore. They don't, uh-uh. Like, or like I mean, I remember I used to, you know, work work school and you know, work, pay for my pay for my school and buy, working a job, fam. Because like Dad, you're, you're getting it was minimum wage. It was minimum wage, and and, and credit hours were like thirty dollars. Now now credit hours for certain law schools is thirteen hundred per credit hour, and and shorties need ninety credit hours to graduate. Do the math. Okay. Listen. And so we got we need people to identify so, with that. Thanksgiving birth for me out of the latter thing that you mentioned. I haven't always gotten along with my family. We just don't sometimes see it for each other. And depending upon the year that we've had and whatever the current state that we're in with each other, I don't have the energy to be bothered. And I have really learned, and shout out to therapy, that if I don't have the mental capacity to handle you, I don't give a fuck if you are a family friend. I don't give a fuck who you are to me. If I don't have it for you, I don't have it for you. And I'm very unapologetic about selling myself no to being around certain people. I don't want to be around you. You physically drain me by being around you. And for me, like, Thanksgiving, sometimes we spend it with my, with my extended family. Sometimes it's just me and my mother. And me and my mother have quality time by shutting the fuck up. Yes. Like, I'm on my laptop. She's watching Law or SVU. We're in each other's space, but we're not talking, and that's fine for us. That is such intimate shit. Listen, I wanted the other day, I want a company, right? And I was just like, damn, I could use some company. So I thought about calling Shorty, and I was just like, not that he's not a problem. But even sometimes your energy is too much. It's not you specifically. It's about the fact that, like, it's a, it will be a great day when somebody learns how to be alone together. I will marry that person. Learn how to just be, exist in my space without taking up too much of it. Fam, I played the, I played the game the other day while, 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 while uh, Beloved was next to me. And just, it was, I was like, I, t- I apologize. I was like, I got to finish this game because, you know. Nah, this- bro. And I be really like in my own little world. Let me put my feet in your lap while you play this game and let me do whatever it is I'm doing over here. That is beautiful to me. That and, is and like, and like and she, and it was, she was like, all right, do that. I'm going to fall asleep. But it's just whatever. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. I just got, you know, you're a guest in my house. But shout out to all the friends givings. The ones that we were and weren't invited to. <laughs> shout out to, no, we got a couple this weekend I'm excited about. Yeah, for sure. I'm shout actually really geeked about my weekend plans. So Friday. We got a lot going we do. on. So this episode is still going to drop on Friday because we love niggas. Like I told you, I was in my bed. I came to record this episode. In my head, I'm already on holiday. Okay. But. That's my last day at work until Monday at least. 
God is good. All the time. So, what was so, I going to say? So, 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 so we'll drop this on Friday. So, Friday, we will actually be celebrating. We'll be in Columbus for Orange Soda. This is their two-year anniversary party. So, shout out to Burn, Keys, Will, Team, everybody. B.I., all y'all niggas, man. We love y'all so much. So, so much. And we are so appreciative of the entire Orange Soda team. So, we'll be up there celebrating with y'all. Um, Saturday is the Michigan versus yeah. Ohio State versus Michigan game. Fuck Michigan. Muck Michigan. You already know the vibes, nigga. Gang so, shit. Listen, for, listen, y'all niggas already know the vibes. And all you niggas who wa- like that team up north, stay out my fucking inbox until the game's over. We're not we, friends while that game is on. We're not friends. So, and when we whoop your ass. Before we Don't run back. for me, friend. Don't run for me, friend. When we whoop your ass. Don't run for me, friend. Don't run for me, friend. So while we're up there, I think I'm going to go post up at a bar, our bar. I know our bar is going to show the game. So I'll probably go to our bar, show the game, or tailgate. One of the two before we hit back. Um, Saturday, me and Jade are going to Tyler's annual lingerie party. This year's theme is lilac. <laughs> so I'm excited. Lavender, excuse me, lavender. Lavender, put some respect on it. Um, you gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly not going to go to that. Um, I, I, ain't, I ain't got no good lingerie for Masters of Fiction. We have sent you options, friend. <laughs> Your options expensive, friend. <laughs> You're right, but we have definitely sent you some pretty panty options. And you ain't like none of them. <laughs> Because don't refer to the what I wear as panties ever again in your fucking life. Like, I refuse. We sent you the silk ones. Don't listen. They are boxers or they are boxer briefs. Do not refer to what I'm wearing as panties. No, <laughs> no, no. When oh. I think of panties as a man, I think of John Tucker must die. Oh my god. <laughs> Whenever they, they got the nigga in the thong, don't do that. Mm-mm. But um, and then Sunday we got. A lot going on Sunday, too. So, Sunday, um, Jade is having an ornament-making party. I'm actually going to bring kiddo. Um, you guys are going to behave, because I'm bringing kiddo. And then... Is kiddo going to behave? Probably not. Okay, then. Probably not. But, um... Well, I got a baby. That nigga and then we have Steven's Friendsgiving. Right. So, I, we, we have a pretty healthy holiday. Holiday cheer. Go, going into the best month of the year, December. I, oh, my God. Okay, so, I'll, I'll acknowledge you December 4th. But I also acknowledge me all month. Thank you. Appreciate oh, you. Oh yeah, you do have a little birthday, don't you? And a live show. <laughs> and a li- we do have a live show. Thank you. We got a lot going on. Exactly. Acknowledge, all, me. acknowledge us. Acknowledge me. December nineteenth. I'm acting a whole ass. Cannot wait. <laughs> we got graduations, anniversaries. It's a lot going Christmas. on. Christmas. So the fine line between sharing too much and not sharing enough. What are you talking about, friend? So I'm always. I'm always. We're always team. Make less. Make more moves, make less announcements. Yes. Some of these niggas on online don't be following that same that same code. <laughs> I be seeing and I be scrolling. Look at me moving in silence. <laughs> like real niggas move in silence. You don't even see what I'm doing because I'm moving in silence. Nigga, you're loud as shit. You're, and like you're just how loud I am right now in this microphone. They're loud, loud. loud as fuck. Or like announcing like I'm not waiting to 2020 to cut to cut some of you off. I'm like just cut niggas off. Literally, niggas. Oh, I did some toxic shit last night. You want to hear about it, friend? Of course. This is what <laughs> this is what they came for. So remember this summer when I was talking about beloved that had flown me out to Baltimore. Uh huh. <laughs> well, he flew me out. It was him and my friends that live out there, mm-hmm. right? So they flew me out, and then me and beloved were hanging out while we were out there, right? And so I hit him up because the last time I hit him up, I wish to wish him happy birthday. My number was blocked. Protect your peace, gang. <laughs> so I know that, well, that was another, I, I do that a lot. Men block me, unblock me. It happens. You can't get enough. 
Clearly somebody many, did. You know but. how many times I've escorted you out of my inbox? The only reason why you won't block me is because you can't. <laughs> and, you, and you've been cruising towards that line for the last two months. Yes. Yes, I have. So... I hit him up because I remember that his daughter has a birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to wish the baby queen a happy birthday, you know? Right. Make sure I was still blocked. That whole thing. And so he texted me back like, who is this? And I was like, you love to see it. <laughs> I texted him back like, love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. So you unblocked me to delete my number? Yeah. Okay. Protect your peace, King. Fuck you. <laughs> Pretty much. Listen, I am I am a huge out of sight, out of mind type person. Like, I'll... I'll I'll block you. I'm, I'll delete the thread. Leave me alone. Speaking of which. So. To which are you referring to when you said what to do when toxic partners get back together? What you talking about, friend? It wasn't just who you think it is. It's multiple occasions I found out in the last hour and a half. And I was like, oh, you niggas are back together? Y'all. And then you remember how they broke up? Like, Damn, there was allegations of a lot of shit going. How the fuck did y'all? What? Huh? I stumbled upon some information this weekend, too. And I was just like, I didn't want to know. I didn't ask to know. I don't want to know. Like, when I say I really don't want to know y'all business, I I fucking don't. If y'all could avoid telling me y'all business, that'd be fucking great. Because I don't want to know. Because now I feel like, now it's burdening me. Now it weighs on me. Now when I see you, I'm like, do I speak? Do I not speak? Do I ask? Do I not ask? Is it beef? Like, I know I was more cool with your spouse than you were with me. So, like, it's, excuse me, it's hard to figure out how to navigate that space. And so I'm just over here listening. And, like, when when, when Shorty told me, like, you know, so-and-so back together, I'm like, I just looked at her, like, with the. Nah. Huh? And I'm just like. And so it's like, how like how do you navigate that? How do you navigate? I don't want to know because it's like, fam. If here's the thing, if y'all if you know you are gonna take that nigga back, don't tell him. Don't tell us what he did or don't tell us what she did because now I can't look at you the same. Because like if if you a nigga if and you tell me all the foul shit Shorty done did to you, and then fast forward and I see you with her again. I look at you differently now. I can't. I can't help it. Maybe it's my toxic because I look at you like nigga. The pussy can't be that good. The dick can't be that good. Oh, but it can. Oh, but it can. So you want to speak on your experiences? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I was like, get, get yourself jammed up. Go ahead, friend. Absolutely not. Come uh-uh. on. I'm currently in some shit because dick too bomb. We no, we're good. I have never had pussy good enough that was worth my sanity it wasn't it's not the dick no don't get me wrong it is the dick but it's not it's more or less like when shit is sweet you get addicted to the sweet part and when things go sour because you know what sweet tastes like you're like maybe we could weather the storm when all actuality this is the sign that you need in order to leave but because it's it's again not to be dramatic but it is a cycle of abuse Right? Because it's like, damn, I remember when we were great. And great us is great. But bad us? It's fucking terrible. As a matter of fact, this weekend, friend, me and a friend of mine actually re- reconciled. I think I told you about this. Did I? Probably. Uh, yeah, you definitely did. And it had a lot to do with the fact of, like, when it comes to me and this young lady, nobody understands us like we understand us. And... It's, again, it's like, I know what we could be, but we both have to want to be great. 
in this relationship or in this friendship with each other. And right now it has to be a choice. You have to choose to be my friend. You have to wake up every day and decide that I'm going to be Alex's friend. And it doesn't have to be that dramatic. But this is the way you love me. This is the way that love looks like to you. And we need to be respecting that. And if we can't do that, then from now on, let's move in peace. But, like, let's move around each other. So, no, there's no more tension or anything between me and Shorty. Like, I really do think that with a lot of work and and real, real communication effectively, like, we can actually get back to being friends. Am I rushing anything? No. Because, again, the North remembers. No. Also, did you see the D and D teaser? Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> Yo, the, whoever ran, whoever's running the Game of Thrones Twitter account, don't and, until you fix season eight. Don't tweet shit. I'm actually gonna rewatch the Game of Thrones. I'm not like the first season, first like two seasons. I'm a, I'm gonna watch till season five. Yeah, Se- season five back, back when they was going off the books. The Battle of the Bastards is still my favorite scene out of Game of Thrones. That shit got lethal. But Woo. no, don't don't tweet winter is coming unless you're about to refix season eight, nigga. Fuck you. I would like for them to redo season eight. D and D can suck my dick. Speaking of winter, I'm actually getting caught up on Snowfall. Told you. I told you. Fire. I told you that Where show. Where have I been? You not listening to me? Because I told you early that shit was crazy. So I'm not good with the live tweet streams while I watch shows because I really want to watch the show. But like once I'm like finished and wrapped up, we definitely gonna do a synopsis because Snowfall is fire because you made fun of me because when i was when it was like wednesday shit and i had to leave i was like i gotta leave early i gotta catch snowfall he was like nigga really you, you could dvr it nah nigga you need to see that shit okay then so, like, so put some respect you are, you are absolutely right friend because <laughs> diddy told you diddy told you that show was that shit and then you, i'm glad to see you join the team you're right so um last topic before we get into um the question of the day i wanted to touch on seasonal depression right mm-hmm. Because I think we need to remember what it is. It's literally just lack of sunlight and lack of hydration, like water. When we're out during the summer, everything feels great because you're getting a lot of vitamin D, vitamin C intake. You're drinking more water because you're, you're hot. More water because you're hot. So you're hydrated. You're getting, you're getting enough sunlight. You're, we are plants. When you we think are about, plants with complicated emotions. Yes. Like weed. But. Continue before I cuss you out. Continue. <laughs> sorry. But, um. So we are plants. And if you think of the human body or the human, the way humans react to sunlight and water, we think of yourself as a plant. And when you lack, when plants lack. When, when plants don't get sun or water, they die. They die. Not to be dramatic. But look, I mean, but we will die. But also, so, but it's also like they wither. They don't, they become less of themselves. They, 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 they turn inward. If you right. want me to use, you know, let's be, be less dramatic. Like they, they are not functioning to their full potential. So humans behave and react in the same way. So my advice with weathering, because, of course, therapy, I go to therapy at least once or twice a week. I mean, once or twice a month at this point. So my therapist, in my last session, my therapist talked to me and she said, you know, make sure that you are getting as as cold as it is. Get out when it's sunny. You know what I mean? Make sure that you're still keeping up on your water and that you're not slowing down in your activities, like remain active. We get everybody wants to sit in the house because it's cold. Nobody wants to get out. But if you're gonna be in the house, company every once in a while. Cut off the TV. Read a book. Engage. Sit in the windowsill if you can. Like in my house, I can actually sit in my windowsills. So get uh, get as close to the sun and as people don't lose that human interaction. Which is why we make fun of cuffing season, right? We make fun of like the childness of it. It's it's actually biological. 
like when it's warm outside, people are you know we're getting sunlight on like naturally, we're getting human interaction naturally because they're out, we're doing things because it's warm. When it's cold, you, you they tend to you know come inward, but because they still need that human interaction, it was like, hey, can you come over? That's so like we right. make fun of cuffing season because how childish the actual premise is. Right. But it is biological. But it's biological. And so a lot of it for me, so one of one of the things that has helped me is um B B twelve. Yes. Um and uh shout out to Beloved for actually putting me on with that. And so that's helped me um drinking more water. Um and just kind of like The one thing I've made a point to do when because I'm getting into the space where like I don't want company. I really just want to sit in my house, topless, eating smart food popcorn, drinking wine like a desperate housewife. That's literally all you I want really to do. You really think you Olivia Pope? I really do. So, uh, if y'all peeped the wig I had on today, I definitely thought I was. Fam, I'm so glad <laughs> you ain't walking into the studio with that wig on. I'm so thankful. If you got my phone call, you saw that wig, you understand. Fam, you, fam, you, call, you called both of us in rapid succession just because you wanted both of us to see that shit. I needed y'all to see my head ass. Anyway, so... I, what I've been doing is okay if I'm, I've, I don't want like personal human interaction I will call somebody I haven't spoken to in a while so this past week was my line sister I called Ashley and I'm you know I'm just shooting the shit this week is probably gonna be one of my siblings that I don't talk to like I'm supposed to like it's going to be you know what I mean like I make it a point to have human interaction with people that don't necessarily see me all the time or don't hear from me like that you know what I mean just because I want to make sure that you keep your serotonin levels high. And also, you know, that gets into what we talk about, like, checking in, right? Right. And I saw some dumb woman went viral because she said, do you have what she said exactly? Because I want to... I don't, but I know what you're talking about. So, long story short, a lot of times we talk about checking in, right? Like, checking in on your strong friends, just checking in on your friends. And a lot of times when we check in with people, you know, we're... It does become burdensome, right? right? Or it can be. So it can be depending on what like do you it. do? My question, I guess the question got posed to her was, what do you do when a person is, is asking for asking of something from you and you're not at capacity? You're, you don't have the energy or the mental capacity to, to help or be effective friend, right? So this dumbass bra posted something along the lines of like, She posted hey, a template. She posted a template saying, hey, glad you reached out. I'm at capacity. I cannot help. This is the next time date that I'll be available for you. Or like, do you have someone else you can reach out to? Hot fucking garbage. And it was like, fan, and, and I understand we have grown to a point where we understand like emotional labor. That's become that's become trendy almost, right? But but like we don't take it so far where like I have to ask permission for you to be a friend. That's what got me. It was like because uh, if I reach out to my friends, as if I'm really, really going through something, and I really, really need a person right, right now, and the first thing you tell me is I'm at capacity, I will never talk to you again. We talking about blocking niggas. Dare you call yourself one of my friends? It can say, you know what? What I would prefer, right? Because we all, it, it, it it's possible that you happens. are out, of, you are out of at capacity, but don't tell me just. You say, hey. Are you in my my first question is are you in immediate danger? Are you in immediate danger? Because that's a that's an emergency situation. You need me right right now. Are you in danger? Okay. What is going on? Give me the brief synopsis. Right? If it doesn't sound like danger and it doesn't sound like, you know, we're not in a life-threatening situation, I'm going to say, "Sis, can we put a pin in it until tomorrow or until give me an hour?" 
Give me such a, I always say, hey, I need 20 minutes to stop what I'm doing or get to a breaking point. And a lot of times it's not that I'm so much in the minutia of something. I need to mentally prepare. Because, listen, allowing somebody space to vent and not like asking for, hey, do you have a second or do you have, can you take me on for a minute? Asking should are not you, or, be like, or, 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 are you busy? Are you busy? And it's like, okay, nine times out of ten, I'm going to say, nah, right? I'm going to get the gist of what you need from me. And if I do need to, to set aside time where I can focus on this conversation, I'm going to ask for that. You know what I mean? If it's not life-threatening, if my friend isn't really on the, on the brink of a, of a really serious breakdown, I'm going to ask for a minute so I can gather myself, check my mental capacity for a minute, make sure that I can be a friend to you and then get back to you. But telling somebody that you don't have time for them like that in that way is just fucking insensitive and it's rude as fuck. And so, um, we talk about checking on the strong friends and we do know seasonal depression is real and we do know that depression often doesn't manifest the way we think it does. It doesn't, no one's walking around with a sign like, hey, I'm depressed. No one's walking around with, um, um, there was a hashtag, it was like the last smile or like the last picture yeah. where it was like, Everyone, like Robin Williams' family, like um, Lincoln Park's lead singer's family, was yes. showing like the last photo that did, that was taken of them before they chose to end their own life, and every, people were smiling, happy, geeked, geeked. If you just saw that photo, you never, you you could never tell that they were like that close to thinking to taking their own life, and so what that kind of signified to me was okay, it doesn't manifest in an easily known way. Like, no one's walking around with signs like, hey, I'm going through something right now. So in order for us, because we, if we preach checking in and mental health so much, we have to be able to, like, put it into practice. So in order for us to be able to kind of check in on those people, like, head somebody up you haven't, you haven't heard in a while. Um, if you hear from the grapevine that, like, somebody had, had a trauma, traumatic incident, you know, right. what I mean? you know what I'm saying? I take, but I personally, when you tell me that, I don't hit them up immediately because I'm assuming everyone else is hitting them up immediately. Right. So I'm like, okay. For give me, I'll give you a day. I'll say, I'll shoot you one of those, I'm here if you need me. And then the real check-in is going to be after a day or two where it's like, okay, what do you need? What's going on? Where's your head at? A lot of times it's just like, my first initial reach out when I find out that one of my friends is needing, like going through things is, I'm here if you need me. So that lets you know that I'm available for you. I'm giving you space. So if you need me, you're going to have to reach. But then as a friend, it, I do make a point to say, you good? What's going on? Because a lot of people can't reach. Right. When you, when, 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 you are, when you feel like you are drowning, oftentimes you forget to swim. And, like, you can be the greatest swimmer in the world. But it's a fight or flight. And, like, if, if you're in deep like that, you forget, like, the basics of swimming. Right. Because, like... The most well-to-do, put-together people, when they get that deep into a traumatic experience, depression, anxiety, whatever, they forget all of the things that their therapist may have taught them or, like, their friends may have, like... You coping. forget grounding methods all the time. And I think, honestly, what's crazy is I was sitting in a meeting just today, which is why, like, I needed to go home. Like, I needed a minute. But I'm in the middle of a meeting, and I'm having a panic attack. I'm sitting in this meeting and a lot of it had to do with the fact I'm thinking about everything that I needed to get done 
before I could even enjoy being with my family. And then realizing that there's still a lot of other responsibilities that I have on my plate while I'm supposed to be focusing on the people that I do all this shit for, right? Right. So I got overwhelmed. And the meeting's not making it any better because, honestly, they put your girl on, like, the summer jam screen. Like, my shit is fucked up right now. And so, on top of being read for filth, on top of knowing what it's going to take to get that back, and on top of knowing that in order for me to be on top of my game here, I have to take away from the people that really are looking forward to being around me, it overwhelmed me. And I can't sit in the middle of this meeting and say, hey, I'm having a panic attack. Can I be excused? Like, I can't say that. I'm a black woman in the... Fu- in the in- Brand new, I'm a black woman. There's no fucking way that my anxiety is going to be an excuse. They're not hearing it, right? And not that I would be bold enough to say that shit in the middle of a meeting. Like, hey, girl, I need to be excused. I'm fucking, no. So, and I'm like, you forget in that moment, I literally in my phone have a list of grounding methods. Breathe. Five tangible things around you. Like, the first thing you forget to do is breathe. So not only are you not breathing, you're speeding up your heart rate. <laughs> like, bitch, you're going to pass out. So you forget. You, for, you do forget. So, and my advice is for people that I know get, you know, seasonal depression around this time. And also the people who tend to be the ones that their friends who suffer <coughs> from this, you know, lean on. Right. Is boundaries. I I woke up on the therapist appointments around this time, but I also know that's a privilege. I also go out of my way to be very careful about how I speak to my friends during this time because we're a little bit more sensitive. And and, and I know I'm a little bit more sensitive right now, so I ha- I want to be handled a little bit more sensitive. And 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 a lot of a lot of times the holidays can be tied to trauma. Yes. You know, if the holidays are real family oriented, so if you've had trauma in your family, like someone's past, my grandmother's birthday is like christmas eve and so like those sort of things that 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 are triggers because like it may be someone's first christmas without the family member like i know for me like this will be the first christmas that i don't have my father if you know the first you know saying like certain certain things were is a routine like okay make sure you go see dad make sure you talk to him make sure you go see him on your birthday this and the third all this shit is like that's the first time i don't that's not an option and so because of that it's and people don't even know that they're ticking time bombs until they get ticked yep because and and it's, and it's hard it's hard playing by some rules that you don't even know exist right because you're walking around like damn i didn't even know that like that it's gonna affect you like that but it did and so you have to you we don't advocate walking on eggshells ever like speaking your truth standing your truth stand who you are but we advocate like making sure that you realize that you aren't in this world alone Right. And your actions do affect the actions and feelings and thoughts of others. Good, I, both negatively and positively. And I think, honestly, it's just time that it's just a reminder and a very gentle reminder to actually take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Have some patience for yourself. Like, you don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have all the answers. And you for damn sure don't have to have all the answers right, right now. So be easy. Be kind. Uh, and even if it's just for the season, even if it's because the the holiday season has moved you, just be 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 careful with each other. You know, yes, sir. Friend, what's up? This might be the quickest episode we've ever had, but uh, want to get into the question of the day? Yeah, y'all niggas are scared today. 
Y'all niggas, Y'all niggas definitely ran scared. But uh, today's question of the day brought to you by C. Diddy and the good people over at the Shoot Your Shot podcast. <laughs> um, what's the dumbest lie you've ever told? And did they believe you? So, um, are we, we doing names for this one? We don't have to. Some of y'all aired yourselves out, and I don't want to do that. Um, so, one beloved was like, told these guys at the club, I'm, I was from New York, and they believed me. My accent was on 100. And I know this person. I love her. But her accent ain't nowhere near. It's not. <laughs> it's nowhere near a New York accent. So then those niggas were idiots. Or just never been to New York. Ever. So one shorty said that video that they found had the wrong time and date stamp on it. Yep. Technical error. Yeah, I got hacked. Yeah, I got. I definitely. Baby, I, I'm so sorry to this man. Um, one homie told, said told this annoying thirsty chick that I was gay just to leave me alone and she still wanted parts I mean never mind that was problematic <laughs> I was like yo one shorty said I would have I have one of my dudes text or call me saying some crazy shit to get me out I've done that everybody's done that code red code red code red code red one of my friends told said told hubby that I stole that someone stole my card after spending $150 on a purse Nick, Nick. Now I know her husband, and I know. Listen, I know he is pissed. Listen, he looking at that credit card statement like confused, honey. One of one of the homies said he gave his alias, and it was like his, my alias is a real name to a lot of people. Oh my god! If you know, you know. If you yes. Um, another one of our great listeners said my homie would call me to get me out of situations. Does that count as a lie? Yes, it does. The last one says. Told a guy my phone service was off after he asked for my number and he offered to pay the bill. Vanessa. Um, and one of our good listeners said, I told my mom I lost my V card in the backseat of a car. She believed me. The reason why she told that lie was because she actually lost it in her mama's house. Oh. And she knew that that wasn't going to go. I lost my virginity in my parents' house. So did I. I lost mine in the basement. Nope. I was in my room. Hey, you ever fucked in your mom's bed? Hell nah. Hell nah. Because you, you knew better. I, y'all were allowed in your mama's room? Listen, I only did it once. Only did it once. And like, we ain't go all the way. But it was like, her bed was, her bedroom was nicer than mine. So I finally started to do something. Nigga. So, so I was like. Hell nah. I wasn't really, I wasn't allowed in my parents' room if they weren't home. And even at that, my mom would be like, this ain't no motherfucking living room. Hell nah. Andrew and Kendra would whoop my ass. Hell nah. Oh no, we definitely did the race one. When, when I heard when I heard the door, when I heard the door like slam, and I heard her walking in, I was like, "Oh yeah, we gotta go now." Na- nope. Mm mm mm. And I'm stupid. I get caught over dumb shit, bro. It was I'm a, a terrible liar. Aired it out. Sometimes you gotta like allow yourself to get caught lying, so they think you're a terrible liar. So that way, when you really need to get that lie off, uh uh-uh. uh. I have a terrible memory. I drink way too much for that shit. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna remember this shit. I might as well air myself out. I'm be honest with you. Be upfront because I'm not gonna remember this lie. I'm not gonna remember what I told you. I'm not. I'm a terrible liar. I I don't remember names, <laughs> but sometimes. But if 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 a lie needs to be remembered, it'll be remembered. Nah. So again, live show coming December nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Cal are working diligently on details. We have some things up our sleeves. Um, Allie currently looks like the third member of Criss Cross right now. Please leave me the phone. I wish y'all, we got to get video. I am so tired today, guys. Like, I am drained. 
I literally, listen, today's one of those days where, listen, y'all almost didn't have an episode. I am so fucking tired. I am tired. I told you I had a panic attack a day. I, I haven't had energy since three o'clock. I haven't been in the mood for shit since three o'clock. In fairness, you called me at like one and asked me, can we cancel? <laughs> I did. I was like, bro, because I will. I had a meeting at, no, I called you on my lunch break. And this is how I know my day was fucked up because I went home and fucking Jade and Beloved are at my house. And I'm like, okay. So I come home on my lunch break and they're drink, sipping Rossi in my bed. And I'm like, pour me a glass, bitch. I'm going back to work tipsy. Fuck this. So it was, yeah. Um, and my day literally was downhill. So I knew, I knew. It's like, ooh, child. Like, do we have to? It's holiday season. Do we have we to? We just took a break, though. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, peace and thank you. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. We don't grow unless you guys recommend us to your friends. That's how we grow. That's how we move. That's how we operate. Um, and we think we're doing this pretty well. Um, I tried to summer walk my way out of this fucking studio session. <laughs> I really did. My anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could do this. I don't want to be here today, friend. Um, but yeah, also the live show December nineteenth. Um, we are working hard. We got January twenty twenty is looking crazy. It's oh my god! I am. I literally have to prepare myself mentally for that weekend because we're gonna be no more good, friend. And all great things, but we're gonna get so tired of each other. We are literally not gonna speak to each other until it's time to record. That's how we do. When we have back-to-back things going on, we limit ourselves on how, when we speak to each other. That's that's love because we know each other. <laughs> it's like, man, I don't feel like talking to you right now. I don't feel like talking to Calvin. But I act like that with a lot of people. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody. Because niggas be niggas a I just, lot. Anyway, y'all, y'all enjoy your holiday and kiss your loved ones. Save me a, a slice of sweet potato pie. Tell Granny I said I love her. Um, and don't come here with no pumpkin pie. We, don't come to my house with no fucking pumpkin we'll pie. We'll slander you. It's your girl, Ali Nicole, signing out. It's your boy, Sididi. Peace. Tell me to thank you, Baby, I'm going stop my spot. You caught a vibe shooting shots. Why not? Tell me to thank you, one, two.